Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the season finale of season three of Bloomington Buddies. Happy finals week to everyone. If you still have finals to take, click off this video, go study. Uh, if you're done with them, congratulations. I just finished my Calc 3 final, and I am officially done with calculus forever, grade depending. Um, but we should be okay. Should be okay based on that last test. How have finals been uh, been treating you, Jackson? Oh, they've been pretty good. Um, basically, for me, it's just a bunch of different, uh, just a bunch of different final projects I had to like revise and stuff like that. I've only got one more exam uh, tomorrow afternoon. Well, tomorrow night, I should say. It's a five twenty to seven twenty one, which is super annoying. But you know, just about trying to get the rest of it done, you know? So I'm going to try and, after this, I'm going to try and get the rest of my final projects done and all that, so that's at least out of the way. So. I told him I was, I, I didn't want to, like, keep him from, from studying, but... I don't really need it. That final, <laughs> that final <laughs> exam is, it's it's going to be What class one. is it if I... It is I a crime in the movies class, so literally it's just, Oh, that's like, your thing, bro. You do movies. Oh, yeah, definitely. So, like, it's... For me, it's pretty damn easy, so it's going to be fine. <laughs> Jackson has a movie podcast. I What's it called? Like Cinemaniacs, Yeah, right? Cinemaniacs. I haven't recorded an episode in a long time, but uh, there's still episodes up there if you want to listen to the past episodes that we've done. So. Yeah, big movie guy, so I'm sure he'll be fine uh, with that. All right, so no college football really to talk about. I mean, Army beat Navy. Um, that was cool. But so we're going to talk about the NFL because this is the point— I, I pay attention to the Bears all year, but basically this little pocket of after a college football regular season is done, that's when I like will actually start paying attention to the NFL. I made the fantasy playoffs in two of my three leagues. There you go. So there you go. I will take Not that last. I've never won a fantasy football league. I've been playing. I started playing with my family in like 2014. Oh lord. I've never won a fantasy league, ever. So it's about time. It's about time. It's, things change now. It's it's about time things change. I can. It, the bad part is though, in both of the ones where I made the playoffs, I finished like half a game out of a bye, and one of them I was tied for the one seed. Only the one seed gets a bye, but he had, my opponent had more points. And then the other one, I finished one game back. I was ten and four, but there were one person that went eleven and three, one person that went twelve and two. Yeah. So. Hopefully we can do some damage. I'll give you one. I'll give you one thing. Shout out Brant Bagesha. I don't know if he watches the pod, but one of my good friends. He goes to Ball State. He uh, he has. We've done our league for five years. Okay. And one he won the league the first three years. Three P. As the Jeez. as the league commissioner, right? Next year, conveniently, his dad his dad was in our fantasy league. I'm good. For, I'm. I don't want to say like I'm good friends with his dad, but like his dad's he's coached baseball. I I know. Yeah, yeah. He, he, he gave he gave me a beer at his grad party. Um, anyway, so he conveniently wins it this past year, and conveniently gives all the winnings back to Brant, and now Brant's older brother, shout out Brock Bagesha, is also in the league this year. The three of them are in the playoffs. His dad has the one seed. Brant is the seven seed playing against two seed me. And I put in our little group chat. Oh, I was damn, like, "You're the two seed now." Let's I'm the go. two seed. I put in the I put in the group chat. I was like, "Happy playoffs! As long as someone whose last name is Pagesha wins this league, I'll be happy." Because I swear they're colluding, bro. I swear they're colluding. I'm putting that out. I'm calling you out. I'm call is he still the commissioner? Yes. Okay. I'm calling. I thought you were going to say bro. he passed off the commissioner job to somebody else, and conveniently he's been losing now. So I thought that's no. what it was. I just love that he made it seven out of ten teams made the playoffs and he's just conveniently the seven seed so i i think i'm gonna have to go through three bagesh's to win my uh fantasy league um i hope at least one of them is watching um i'm coming for that crown the dak cd lamb stack is is gonna eat uh they've been carrying me my team's really good in this league i have aj brown i have okay. kelsey i have cd lamb oh I have damn dak. how'd you get kelsey okay i took kelsey with my first pick and then i took AJ Brown with my second pick and C. Lamb with my third pick. My running backs are Kenneth. Meh. I have Kenneth Walker, James Cook, and Chuba Hubbard, but they've been getting the job done. Um, and then I have Tyler Lockett as my flex. All so right. Hopefully, we could do some damage. In the other league that I'm in the playoffs, my team's like unfairly good. Because, so this other league, it's a keeper league. 
but we did the original draft this year. And so some people drafted for the future, but like a bunch of people just like drafted. We looked back at the draft. There were some very questionable decisions that were made. But my team, I had Justin Herbert as my quarterback, but he's hurt. So I had Brock Purdy as my backup. Bro- I have assembled a team in this league of Brock Purdy, Alvin Kamara, Saquon Barkley, Tyreek Hill, A.J. Brown, Evan Ingram, Devon A. Chain, and then it's two flexes. Devon A. Chain's my first flex. And then other than that, I got like, I picked up Zeke. I still have Jacoby Myers and Deontay Johnson. I don't know who to start at that flex. I think I'm gonna go with I think I'm gonna go with Zeke. God damn. Because Ramondre Stevenson's hurt, so I think I'm gonna go with Zeke. All right. But hold on, let me sub in Raiders defense really quickly because they're playing the Chargers. And all right, that's enough fantasy talk. Um, let's talk about last week's games for the NFL. I don't normally like to do it throughout the whole season because there are just so many games that don't matter, and college football is more fun. What was last week? Week 15? Week 14. 14. Okay. Patriots over the, St- er, over the Steelers, 21-18. The reason this is significant is because the Bears have pretty much locked up the number one pick because they have the Panthers pick. And the Patriots and Cardinals were both, like, right in front of them. Mm-hmm. They both beat the Steelers. Typical Mike Tomlin-led team plays down to their competition. So thank you, Patriots, for, for that win. The Bucks beat the Falcons to tie up the NFC South at 6-7. and seven. Um, I guess good for them. Someone's got to win that division and get blown out by the Cowboys. I'm a, hey, I'm a, I'm a Baker Mayfield guy, man. I think I've said this on the pod before, but it's yeah, literally just have. yeah, just I fucking love Baker Mayfield so much. No, I love him. I like Baker Mayfield. Like I'm guarantee you, like if I if I met him in real life, I'm guarantee you, I would just be like, oh, this guy's a dick. But there's just <laughs> something about him that I just absolutely love. Yeah. So I'm rooting for the Bucks at this point, which I never thought I would say, given that they had Brady. So The Bears, 28-13 over the Lions. The Bears are coming around. They've won three of their last four. You look at all those graphics, they say in the hunt for the Chicago Bears to make the playoffs. So a lot needs to happen for the Bears to make the playoffs. A lot Did needs that, to happen. Oh, no, it was muted here. Let me... I think it was muted the first time when you did it for Damn. the. Damn, I was trying finals. to do applause earlier. So, <laughs> okay, they have Browns, Cardinals, Falcons, Packers. The remaining games, the Bears do. Those are four winnable games. At the Browns, I think will be the toughest one, in my opinion. But like Cardinals and Falcons, both at home, they can take those two. They can for sure take those two. Cardinals, Falcons, I'm not sure. I mean, I don't know. Montez, so the NFL is just so weird this year. Yeah. Like every team is every, like six and seven or exactly. Seven like every team is just kind of like right down the middle. It's just like okay, you know. I'm more so prepared for next year, but if we could sneak into the playoffs, that'd be so cool. That'd be so cool. We'll see. They need a lot to happen, but great win over a nine and three Lions team. Bengals 34-14 over the Colts. Sorry about that. Yeah, the the Colts this year are just going back and forth, and I don't understand what's going on. Like, last week against Tennessee, it's probably the best win of the season for us. Like, such a great game against Tennessee in Tennessee, and now on the road against the Bengals, and we just get absolutely blown out by a non-Joe Burrow team it's like what the fuck are we doing i will say jake browning is a dog he was the qb of washington the last time they made the playoffs i told people that and they're like how do you know that you sicko the biggest but the biggest thing for me about the colts this year that i feel bad is that about anthony richardson getting hurt like this year was supposed to be the growing pains year and we're supposed to like okay it's his rookie year you know he's got a lot of potential he'll get better in the offseason you know we're gonna have to go through that all over again next year for his second year but like, he looked really good in the game he, he was played. really good like that's the thing is like he looked really good is the thing but like at the same time i just don't see him like because next year's gonna be his his rookie year next year's gonna be his rookie year so i just don't see how he's gonna like absolutely just steamroll the competition and lead us all the way there i think we can still definitely i think we'll definitely get a lot better next year when he's back if he can stay healthy but it's just gonna i don't know 
Like, next year's just going to be the growing pains year again, I feel like, where it's just like, okay, we're going to win a few games. It's going to be a lot of fun. You know, there's going to be a lot of games to look forward to, you know. But at the same time, they're still gonna, we're still going to be, you know, hopefully above 500 by the time that we end next year. So Almost every year is a growing pains year for the Bears, unfortunately. Yeah, I say this complaining to a Bears fan, so I apologize <laughs> about that. Um, Browns over the Jags, 31-27. Joe Flacco? 300 yards, three touchdowns. Trevor they, Lawrence. They pulled him out of retirement? Like, Trevor Lawrence, I have no clue what the fuck he's doing anymore. Like, does he want to be good or does he want to be bad? I don't know. Like, Looks like he wanted to be bad that game. Three touchdowns, three picks. Like, does it... I remember coming into the year, people were saying he was going to be an MVP candidate. Yeah. An MVP uh, candidate. I don't know about that. Definitely not now. Saints over the Panthers, 28-6. That's just a bad team, the Panthers. That's that's just a bad team. And uh, we have their pick, so haha. Uh, but, no, my friend is from, shout out Tay, just, he's from Charlotte, and he's a diehard Panthers fan. And every after every week, he posts on his story, like, can't believe we lost again, just something to that degree. Yeah. Every time I slide up, I go, lol, we have your pick. <laughs> every, every time. It's not even going to be worth it in the offseason anymore because the Bears have their pick. Yeah. Like, pe- most teams have that to look forward to. It's like, we're the worst team in the league, but we have the first pick, you know. But, yeah, for the Panthers, it's just a rough. It's going to be a rough next couple of years, especially after losing Frank Wright. Well, not losing him, letting him go rightfully. Just... <laughs> I feel Showing bad for him, him the man. door. I feel bad for him because, like, he just—he's not a good coach. Let's get that out of the way. He's not a good coach, but he also just got dealt shitty hands. It seems like when it comes to these teams. So yeah, Jets over the Texans, thirty to six. My goodness. I mean, I mean, I guess Zach Wilson remembered how to play. C.J. Stroud had by far his worst game of his career, I guess, so far because he's been oh, playing so well. He again, but like MVP candidate right there at, at the halfway mark of the season. Like he's having an incredible rookie year. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah, people were talking about him in like MVP conversations. I think it should be Tyreek Hill who wins MVP, just because I think he's the best player in football. But it's not even like. I mean, it's not even like it was CJ's fault this game. I mean, no interceptions or anything. No touchdowns. Obviously, that's the big red flag. You can't be going 10 of 23 pass. But, yeah, 10 for 23. I mean, just 91 yards. It just wasn't good all around for him. I mean, again, no interceptions or anything. But, I mean, it was just like you got to do better, man. Yeah. Ravens over the Rams, 37-31. This came on after the Bears game, so I watched the end of this game. This is a crazy crazy ending to this game the rams go down and score with four minutes to go to go up 28 23 lamar jackson drives the ravens all the way down zay flowers gets a touchdown on like fourth and 20 to go up 31 28 but then with like a minute left the rams get a field goal and then it so it goes to overtime in overtime backup punt returner tylen wallace 70 76 yard punt return he broke like three tackles it was a crazy return ravens are now 10 and three and hunting for that one seed in the afc yeah so good for them uh next we have just just a pitiful absolutely pitiful game uh if you went to this game i am so sorry that you willingly spent money to watch the minnesota vikings beat the las vegas raiders Three nothing. I mean, worst game in the NFL. Like that was just awful. And plus, the bear. I was rooting for the Raiders too because we could use a Vikings loss to help us. But I mean, Aiden O'Connell putting up a whopping zero points. And yeah, I mean, every single drive ended with a punt. Besides, like three of them. Yeah, Joshua Dobbs, 10 for 23, 63 yards. He got benched for Nick Mullins, and it looks like Nick Mullins is going to be the starter. I love Josh Dobbs. He's like my favorite quarterback in the NFL because, you know, Tennessee guy, and I grew up watching him playing for Tennessee. So I love Josh Dobbs, and I've I've been telling people he's like a better QB than Caleb Williams, (laughs) and then he just went out and did that. Oh, my God. I was getting proved right for a while. 
But that that just shut the argument up forever right I, there. Yeah. And Aiden O'Connell on the other end of the field, 21 for 32, 171 yards, no touchdowns, one interception. Yeah, just, just a pitiful game. Worst game I've ever seen in my life. Here's the thing, though. You, like, you love to win a game like that, though. And like, I would love to win a game 3 nothing if I'm a Bears fan. But it's like zeros throughout the entire game the entire game up until the fourth quarter this was it football in the zero 20. game in the 20s that was football like every game ended three nothing but. welcome to the 2020s <laughs> 2020 so where that's not how the game is played anymore uh 49ers over the seahawks 28 16 i think san francisco's Probably the best team in football, in my opinion. Probably, yeah. I think that'd be a safe. That'd be a safe. Bet. I mean, big cock Brock is just slinging the ball everywhere. It's one way of describing. And he's got McCaffrey and Debo Samuel and Brandon Ayuk, and like they're just a really good team. They're just a really good team. Defense is still insane. Bills, Chiefs, controversy. Let's talk about it. So the Bills came out not playing any games up 14 nothing out of the gate eventually kansas city ties it up but uh tyler bass gets a field goal to make it 20 to 17 and then with the chiefs driving with the game on the line mahomes hits kelsey on a pat on like a seam 30 yards downfield kelsey turns around lateral throws the ball perfect spiral to Kadarius tony Kadarius Tony actually catches the ball for the first time, like in ever, and scores. Flag on the play, and you look at it, and Kadarius Tony is lined up offsides. His foot is on the line. He's very clearly offsides. And so, of course, the Chiefs eventually do not score. The Bills come away with a big upset win on the road in Arrowhead. And Mahomes just loses his mind. Just loses his mind. He's slamming his helmet on the sidelines. He's crying up a storm. He goes to shake Josh Allen's head, and he's like, fucking bullshit, man. You're fucking offside. Like, like he, w- he wasn't saying it to Dobbs, like, this is your fault or anything like that. Like, he was just more saying it like, hey, you had a great game, man. Can't believe that that happened. Like, offsides on offensive offsides. Are you fucking kidding me? You know, like, that was the kind of thing that he was saying. It was just crazy to see him like that because Mahomes is never like that, like, ever. He's never, like, lost his mind like that. He's never, like, acted out or anything like that before. It's just crazy to see him do that, you know? Well, people... What's it called? The, the They lost to the Packers the last week, and that was a game where I thought they had a legitimate argument with officiating because Marquez Valdez-Scantling in his Green Bay homecoming game gets, like, completely tackled on his route. And that was a game where I thought they that was, like, a legitimate complaint. But then they're like, like, look, he's offsides. He lined up offsides. You can't do that. And, like, they're like, well, in this play in the first quarter, Von Miller was lined up offsides, and they didn't call it. And every Chiefs fan is trying to look at every play from, like, every single game. It's, like, de- like tough. Can't line up offsides. Yeah, the, the, the big thing that they were arguing was not the fact that he was offsides, because he was— what Mahomes and uh, what Mahomes was arguing about and Andy Reid were arguing about was just simply the fact that the referees never gave him a warning that he was that he was offsides because apparently like what can happen is like if you're lined up offsides before the play starts the ref can kind of like yeah. give him a look they do to that be like you're offsides the, get back on side they know? do that in IU flag football like they're like hey get on sides but like. He was so clearly offsides, like, and you can't do that. So that's what Mahomes was so mad about. It was the fact that, like, they threw the flag without a prior warning or anything. So 
that's what he was getting so mad about. It wasn't the fact that the that he was off sides or anything. He just wanted a warning so his player could get off on sides. So, I mean, Mahomes was out there blaming the referees for this entire debacle, you know, when really he should have just been blaming his own teammate. Just like, yeah, he wasn't on sides. It sucks. You could look to the side and see where the ball is. Like, come yeah. on, man. Like, it, it was a very easy solution, and there was a very easy person to blame. But good on Mahomes for sticking up for his guy. You know, like, I'm, I'm sure he just didn't want to create, like, chaos and, like, you know, toxicity in the locker room, you know? But still, I don't think you need to go just absolutely crying. Crying, but, like... Cry, but yeah, cry. Yeah, <laughs> he did. He did. But just, it's it just, like, to take it to the level that he did, I don't think that that was necessary. It's like, the Chiefs, the refs, like, give them so many calls, like, every game. Like, people are like, the one game they didn't, like, gift wrap the Chiefs. And I'm not saying that, like, the refs give them every game, but, like, Mahomes definitely has been the beneficiary of some favorable. Oh, definitely. Officiating. Definitely. So, they are now... Only one game ahead of the Broncos for the division lead, which is crazy. They're to think what, about. eight and five? Yeah. Speaking of Denver, they beat the Chargers 24-7. Denver's the weirdest team in the NFL. Like, that's just dude. crazy that they're in the playoff hunt. Like, that's just wild to think about. Denver is the weirdest. Johnny's a team in the Johnny's NFL. a real big Broncos fan, so shout out, Johnny. Um, what else do we have? Cowboys absolutely took the Eagles behind the woodshed and just gave them a beating for three hours. That was just not an enjoyable game for Eagles fans. Just not at all. Is that their second or third loss? The Eagles, that's their third because they got stomped by the by the 49ers the yeah. week before. So I think the Eagles will be fine. Like they were ten and one for a reason. Yeah, you're gonna lose some games every now and then, but I think they'll be better come playoff time this is a team that's like built for the playoffs they have a good defense like i wouldn't be worried if i'm this is the slump section of the season i feel like for them and so i i I agree i think that they'll be better by the time playoffs come around yeah monday night i'm gonna start with packers and giants tommy cutlets stands on business i love i adore tommy devito what a dog what an absolute dog came in as the third string qb had to get put in because Daniel Jones and Tyrod Taylor got hurt. And he's rattled off three straight wins. He hasn't even thrown a pick. He's a dog. Like Don't jinx him, man. I'm just so glad he beat Green Bay because I just cannot stand Green Bay. Can't, not at all can I stand Green Bay. And the Bears only one game behind the Packers now for that last playoff spot. There are, like, four other teams that are also competing for that spot. But the Bears are one of them. And that was just a huge win for the Bears' playoff hopes. And just because we hate Green Bay and always want to see him lose. But shout-out Tommy DeVito. Jordan Love sucks. Let's uh, let's move on to Titans-Dolphins. I actually turned this game off and watched the end of the Packers game. What the hell happened at the end of this game? The win probability chart is like... That's really what the win probability (laughs) chart looks like. Because this was a tie game, 13-13, and then Tennessee muffed a punt. They muffed a punt. And so Miami got it on their, like, 10-yard line, scored. Next possession, they throw a pitch to Derrick Henry. It's, like, way behind him. Dolphins set up again in the red zone. They score again. And somehow, Will Levis drives down, scores with 2.40 to go. They go for two. They get it. So now it's a six-point game. They get the ball back, and they score again. Kick the extra point and win. I don't even know how that happened. Weirdest game. Like, I didn't catch much of this game because I'm with you. Like, I just thought the Dolphins were going to kind of steamroll them, really. So it just... Well, I turned it off when they went up two scores with two minutes to go. Yeah, it's just super weird. Like, like I said, the whole that's kind of the epitome of this entire NFL season is, like, nobody knows who's good anymore. Like, yeah, there are some teams that are kind of above average, and then everybody else is just basically like, eh, or they suck. So I would say like, here, I'm going to go to standings for the NFL. 
I clicked on schedule on accident. God damn it. All right. There are one, two, three. Actually, no. One, two, three, four. There are five teams that I'm going to consider elite. Okay. That is the Dolphins, despite that loss. Despite that loss, I'm going to say Dolphins. Ravens. Cowboys. Eagles, 49ers. Five teams that are elite. Bottom feeders are Cardinals, Panthers, Commanders, Patriots. Other than those five and those four, it's everybody else. It's just everybody else. It's like the whole rest of the league is just like, they're fine, I guess. Like, and that's it. So let's look at playoff standings. So weird to see the Bengals in last place. Yeah. AFC. Ravens have the one seed. And then Miami is now a game back of the one seed. And then the Chiefs and Jaguars are your two other division leaders. The Browns hold the top wild card at eight and five. And then there are one, two, three, four, five, six teams at seven and six that are fighting for the last wild card spot. Those seven and six teams are Pittsburgh, Indy, Houston, Denver, Cincinnati, Buffalo. I was gonna say, like, I've never seen so many seven and six or six and seven teams in my entire life. That's what I'm saying. So I think those top five are pretty much. In the playoffs, Ravens, Dolphins, Chiefs, Jaguars, Browns. Of those six, who would you pick to make the playoffs? Out of all the the teams that are seven and six, yeah, I'm not taking Pittsburgh. Absolutely not. Not with Mitch Trubisky as our QB and how they play down to their competition. Absolutely not. For me, I feel like it's a toss up between Cincy and. The Texans. I want to say the Colts, obviously. I just don't know if Gardner Minshew is is that guy. Is that guy that can lead us to a playoff to to a wild card spot? Like I really don't think he's gonna be able to do it. Even after that win against the Titans, it's like okay, I don't know what to say. I don't. I never know what to think about Gardner Minshew. But I would say probably the Texans. Just because of C.J. Stroud's incredible year. I mean, I hate C.J. Stroud because of his history at Ohio State, obviously. And now he's in the same division as the Exactly. Colts. Now he's in the same division as the Colts, so it's, like, fucking great. But I I would probably have to say the Texans because I think C.J. Stroud is still going to play at the elite level that he's been playing. I thought you were going to be like, did you know C.J. Stroud never beat Michigan? That's just fun. <laughs> but um, I'm not that guy. Come on. I'm going to say you are that guy. I'm going to say Bills. <laughs> I got Bills. I think they'll find a way. NFC. San Francisco has clinched a playoff spot, like, officially. Cowboys are right behind them. And then it's the Lions are leading the North. And then the NFC South is just anyone's game. The, the Buccaneers, the Buccaneers, Falcons, Saints are all 6-7. and seven. The Bucks, I guess, currently lead it. Let's go, Mayfield. And then Philly. As the first wild card at 10 and 3. It's going to be Philly or Dallas that gets that first wild card. Mm-hmm. Minnesota somehow is at the sixth spot at 7 and 6. And then there are 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. Five teams that are 6 and 7. Two that are 5 and 8. Only one game back the Bears and the Giants. The Bears and the Giants, I think, both need to win out. I Actually, I, I saw this. If the Bears win out, they have a 63% chance to make the playoffs. So even if they do win out, they're not guaranteed a spot. Wow. <laughs> but Green Bay, the Rams, the Seahawks, the Falcons, the Saints are all sitting at 6-7. and seven. If you throw in the Bears and the Giants in that conversation, I think the team that I would have getting the last wildcard spot is Seattle. I think they're the best overall out of those teams. Because I don't think they have to play San Fran again. Yeah. Um, they have... Oh, actually, they have a tough schedule. They have Eagles, Titans, Steelers, Cardinals. It's just going to come down to who has the easier schedule. I don't know. Really? Yeah. 
You're not going to like it, but I think maybe the Packers probably. Well, the Seahawks are still bad. I don't know. The, oh, I never know. The Rams have Commanders, Saints, Giants, and then they play San Fran the last week of the year. The Packers play. Who do they play? Buck. Bucks, Panthers, Vikings, Bears for the Packers. I don't know. It's it's all gonna fold out itself. I I, <laughs> I don't I don't I don't care. I just I don't care. That's why I don't talk about the NFL like all year. I, I don't ah, I don't I don't like talking about the NFL like that much in detail. All right, let's move on. Um, I don't hate the NFL. I like just follow the Bears, but like it's just like sometimes really boring to follow other teams. I like follow the Bears, my fantasy team. But, like, other than that, it's like, wow, they're all mid. They're all mid. Like, some of these games just don't matter. Um, all right. But, like, this is the time of the year where I start to pay attention to the NFL. I know yeah. I said that earlier. Yeah. Let's talk hoops. Let's let's talk hoops. College or professional? Uh, we can do a little NBA. Um, we'll get... We can do a quick recap of stuff. Quick I recap guess. of the NBA. They rigged the in-season tournament for the Lakers. Um... The Lakers beat the uh, beat the Pacers in the in-season tournament championship. Very, very, very proud of my Pacers. Did not think this is how this year would turn out. Our but Pacers. That's our, fair. Our that, you Pacers. know, I forgot about that. I forgot about that. Our Pacers. Halliburton, you're my fucking hero. I mean, literally, it, the the championship of the in-season tournament was just super weird because like it would it would go back and forth between oh the Pacers are only down two you know like let's get let's get a, a streak going Halliburton and then it was like oh shit we're down by twenty. So it was like, yeah. this game's over now. Like, it went back and forth like that the entire game. And Anthony Richardson finally decided to be Anthony Richardson like he's supposed to be. And, you know, got 40 points or something like the, that. LeBron Anthony got 40 Davis. points. What's he said, that? He said Anthony Richardson instead of did I say Richardson? Anthony Davis. Oh, Anthony Davis. Jeez, yeah. Why did I say Okay, but yeah. Anthony Davis, yeah, just finally decided to be Anthony Davis. And he, like, he's supposed to be and gets 40 points or whatever he got. I don't even remember. But, he was, like, the first Lakers player with, like, a 40-point triple-double since, like, Elgin Baylor or something. I don't know. But, honestly, didn't really matter. I mean, the final game the, the final game in the NCAA tournament ends up not even mattering in the regular season. So, it's just a fun scrimmage, I guess, you know. So, it's scrimmage. like, all right, whatever. Team so, that loses, oh, it's just a scrimmage. Yeah, yeah except <laughs> the winner is just like, oh, we get, like, a million bucks each or something like that. I think it's, like, half a million. Yeah, I think you're right. Did you know that LeBron now has four and a half rings? That's what I've been here. People, they're like four. And a half. How many in-season tournament championships does Michael Jordan have? Hmm. <laughs> hmm? I don't see any. <laughs> I don't see. Any. Um. Yeah. The wilt is still the goat. That's a conversation for another day. That's my like deepest held hot take. Is that wilt is the goat of basketball? I know. I, I remember <laughs> you and and Eddie having a lot of a NBA lot of NBA records about that. NBA like, record. I feel for like the most the, NBA records. I feel like at the end of the year last year, like you guys kept doing like we kept doing polls last year and like yeah. drafts at the end of the year last year, and like I feel like we kept going back to that argument so many times. This is like is Will the greatest of all time? We had a class. It's it was just called sports media, sport media and society. And it was like a whole lecture hall, but you got to put like answers up on the board and one of them was like who's the goat and i put wilt and some guy goes nah who said that shit and i was like me he's he's a goat they're like defend and i was like defend i was like nba Re eddie was in that class by the way yeah i was like nba record for the most nba records they're like but who did he play he played against bums like shut the hell up they had to change the rules because he was so good like I don't know. I just, no one can convince me otherwise. My other point is you look at every NBA champion ever, every NBA champion ever, there was one star on the team, pretty much, with three or four other, or at least one other really good player. Mm -hmm. There is only one person to ever lead a team to a title single-handedly. And it's Wilt with the Philadelphia Warriors the first time he won the he won a finals. People have tried to say, like, Dirk and the Mavericks. I'm like, they still had Jason Kidd and, like, a bunch of other players. You look at the people that Wilt played with and that brought to a Like, people talk about how LeBron led a bunch of bums to the finals. Look at that team that Wilt won a ring with. I'm going to bring this up. Hold on. I, I can't remember the year, but... 
but I'll, I'll I'll distract real quick while you pull it up. I just to go back to the Pacers again real quick. I'm very confident in the Pacers this year. Like I was not, I had no expectations at all coming into this season. But we've got such a young and hungry team this year. It's so exciting to see. We've beaten the Bucks twice. The Bucks are in third place, so we've beaten them twice. We've beaten the Celtics once. I don't think we've played them other than that. Lost to the Magic once this year. But I mean, the way that this team is progressing and the way Tyrese Halliburton is 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 improving throughout this entire season. I'm so fucking excited for the Pacers. Like everyone looks so good and everyone is very fired up. Like yesterday's game against Detroit, like it didn't it's not a big deal because it's Detroit and everything. But at the same time, it was like that team could have really let the loss in the in-season tournament get to their head, but they've just continued to steamroll. I think they're the highest scoring team in the NBA right now. Like they average like 120 points a game or something like that, you know? So it's it's insane. And it's just so fun to watch. Not including the in-season tournament, they're on a four-game win streak right now. So it's just so much fun to watch them. They've got the Bucks again tonight. I'm looking to see if they can if they can kind of sweep the the Bucks this season. Like that'd right. be so cool. I'm too deep into basketball reference, but there were some other decent players, I guess. I've never heard of any of these players, but they had good stats. So I will concede that argument. But Wilt's still the goat. Um, like, yeah, they had one, they had another guy averaging 20 points a game, whoever the hell Hal Greer is. No matter how many times but. I debated in my head every single time I watched The Last Dance, I'm like, no, Michael Jordan is undoubtedly the greatest of all time. He is undoubtedly the goat. I I think LeBron's better than Jordan. No. I just... No. I don't think it's really worth arguing because, like, no one's going to change their mind. No, no one really but, will. Like, but, like, that man took a team of bums to the finals, like... Twice. Well, so did Jordan, though. Not all the way to the finals. He picked that team all the way and brought them all the way yeah, back to the Yeah, but he glory. also had Scottie Pippen and Dennis Rodman. In the early years, in the first three, Pete, basically all he had was was uh, was Scotty. I mean, obviously, they but like, like Scotty Pippen's like Grant, a top, you know. But so, like I mean, Scotty Pippen's like a top twenty player. But like, like Jordan was able to bring the Bulls into the limelight. With just himself, you know, he was able to bring the team into a team that people should care about. He brought them to the playoffs single-handedly. There was one. Know? There was one stat. It was like the Bulls' first season after Jordan. The every team with their star, their first season when they left, and it was like the Bulls won like fifty games his first season after. The Cavs went from going like I think it was sixty-two and twenty to 20 and 62 their first year without lebron i think that's a stat that no one talks about enough in that debate all right let's talk college hoops because that's that's where i shine is talking about college hoops um do we dare talk about the iu game like oh my god it's a very touchy subject right now i would say but i mean it's Fuck, man. This, this team is starting to show their cards, like, in a way that I think is appropriate. Like, I've had—I didn't really have too much hope coming into this team this year, you know? Because, I mean, even with our two best guys, even with our two first-round draft picks, like, we we, we got pretty decent—it was, was a decent season, you know? But, I mean, without those guys, like, it's not— Without Trace and— Jaylen. Yeah, with yeah, yeah, without without Trace and Jalen, it's like there's not much to hold on for right now. I mean, clearly we only have two losses, so I mean it's like yeah, people like people are freaking out. People are freaking seven and two, seven like, and two. But when but when you got the toughest team in all of college basketball coming up this Saturday, it's hard to be optimistic about that kind of a game. And then right after that, yeah. it's Morehead State, North Alabama, and. Like it's They'll just, win all those games. But we'll like, win those games, you know. But, I mean, when it comes to actual true competition, I'm not sure how far this team can actually make it. All right. If we're, if we're going to talk about the actual Auburn game, the first, like, ten minutes, eight, eight minutes, first eight minutes, the best eight minutes I've seen IU play this whole year. This whole year. I've watched every game. I've either been at or watched on TV every game so far, I think. I didn't watch the Harvard game. I was driving home. I, mm -hmm. I like, was checking the box score. But, like, other than that, I've watched or been at every game. That was the best eight minutes I've seen them play all year. They hit four threes in the matter of, like, four minutes. 
They were causing they were doing everything right. Everything right. And then in the like almost the blink of an eye, they went from up 12 to down 20. Yeah. And I was just like, how the fuck did this happen? They they hit four threes to like start the game, didn't hit another one all game. Yep. All game didn't hit another one. I think the offense in general wasn't bad. Like, 76 points, you can win games. A lot of games like, score honestly, 76 points. Like, honestly, yeah, the offense wasn't really bad at all. I totally agree with you on that. I mean, the, the only offensive side, the only offensive person that I want to yell at right now is Trey Galloway. Holy cow, Trey, pick it up, dude. What are you doing? Like, how the hell is Gabe Cups nearly doubling the number of points that you have in a game? This is the first game I actually saw Gabe Cups, like, try to score. Like I haven't I was seen kind Gabe of Cups. surprised. Like Gabe Cups, I was like, this kid could actually score the basketball. Like, four, of, four of six shooting, eleven points. Like I'll it, take that out of my defensively first point guard. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, out of Gabe Cups, honestly, I'll take it. Like for yeah. who Gabe Cups is as a player, I'll take eleven points. But like, but for Trey Galloway, six points, one rebound, two assists. That's it. Yeah, three of five shooting. He didn't take a three. Like he's scared to shoot. He's scared to shoot. He is. No you watch him be scared to shoot. He just is. And that's got to change. Like, have him, like, if he's open, take the three. He needs to see the ball go in the net, for Christ's sake. Um, CJ Gunn was back to being abysmal. Holy cow. There was a sequence. I Oh, my God. There was a sequence where Auburn scored. Auburn was, like, pressing off the inbound. Like, they would, like, press, but then, like, if IU got it, they would just back off. But they kept doing that, and there was a possession where CJ Gunn allowed his man to score, fumbled the inbounds pass, let Auburn score. The next, the like, inbound right after that, he pushed off the guy and got a foul. Like, there was a three-possession stretch where it was, like, all his fault. So he had a great game against great game against Michigan. Back to being just abysmal. I hope that he finds his Michigan that that previous games foreign. Peyton Sparks just was bad. I mean, like he just played bad. Um, I mean, like Renew six of thirteen shooting. Kalel Ware only shot two of eight from the field. And, like, that just has to be better if you're, like, seven feet tall. Like, you got to be shooting better than 25%. That's just that's just unacceptable. The defense, though, oof, Maroon. Auburn was, like, lightning hot on offense. Like, IU, no matter what defense they played, they were going to lose that game. Jalen Williams, 24 points. Aiden Holloway, 24 points. It's... <laughs> Denver like, Jones, 12, uh, Katie Johnson, uh, 14. I mean, it's just... When you have, like, three guys shooting... Insane. Four guys. Then four guys shooting a 50% clip from three. Like, you're just not going to be the team that's doing that. But you can try to not give up 100 points. Like, god damn. They have Kansas at home this Saturday. Biggest game of the season on Dallas. For IU fans... Biggest game of the season. If here's the thing, if like, they win this, if they win this, they prove all the doubters wrong. They'll be ranked. I assume they'd be ranked. I would hope that they'd be ranked after beating the number two team in the country. But like, here's the thing: the game is at home, and we could beat anyone in the country at home. I'll stand by that. We could beat anyone in the country at home, no matter how good we are. Because it, despite the team. It is, like, one of the toughest places to play like, in the country. The only, I think the only harder place to play is at Kansas. That's, like, the only other environment that I could even, like, think of. Probably. Cameron Indoor Stadium is the most overrated arena there, there ever was. Mackey's hard to play at. Like, UNC's hard to play at. But, like, in terms of, like, rowdiness of fans, like... I'll put IU up against anyone. And they have a week to... Well, so does Kansas. Kansas also has a week to remember this game. But but so does IU. The fans are going to come out with the energy. It's going to be a stripe out. Do you think... That's how, fun. Do you think it's going to be booked? Like, gotta completely be. sold gotta out? Because that's kind of what I think. But at the same time, it's also like it's the day after finals are done. It's the day after so, finals are done. So it's like how many students are... 
really going to be there. So here's the thing. So you could put in a request for tickets because, yeah. like, they didn't put it on the thing. I did, and I didn't get them. So I'm assuming enough I bought them. And I bought tickets online anyway because I'm going to the fucking game. But if enough people bought them to where I didn't get if I'm assuming pe- people are going to go. They got to go. If you got tickets, you're going. Like, again, biggest game of the season is this Saturday against Kansas. I mean, we're still first in the Big Ten. I'm clinging on to that. We're 4-0 at home. We're 2-0 in the Big Ten. Northwestern, Illinois, Wisconsin are all 1-0, so they could all tie us. But everyone else is pretty much 1-1, except for uh, Michigan State, who is uh, 0-2 in Big Ten play. My goodness, have they been bad. They're 4-5, losing record. Like, talk about IU all you want. We don't have a losing record. We don't. We don't. They're giving us a 33% chance to beat Kansas. I think that's fair. I would say so. Because, I mean, like you said, I mean, the environment itself is going to be the hardest part for Kansas is having to adjust to the environment, adjust to these fans. Because, like, despite what the team is, there's going to be rowdy fans at an IU game. Yeah. There's going to be very rowdy fans. I'll get uh, another thing. Kansas hasn't played a road game yet this year. Okay. They went. They played in the Maui tournament, mm-hmm. which is in Hawaii, which, like, you can call that a road atmosphere, but, like, it's half Kansas fans, half everyone else. So. Yeah. And it's like they're not playing a team that has it. Like, you get what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. So haven't played a road game yet. We'll see how they do it against that. I'll give you a funny little thing. I was at the Big Ten tournament with my friend Maddie. She goes to Purdue. So we went the day, the semifinals, the day Purdue played Ohio State, the day IU played Penn State. Mm-hmm. And this guy's like, you know, I've always wanted to go see see Purdue. Uh, great arena. I don't care for Assembly Hall, though. And I go, wait, 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 wait. I, I'm like, why not? What? I'm like, why, why not? Assembly Hall? He's like, oh, because you guys are, you cry whenever the team loses and they, you just, you're so, he's like, it was something of, of, of like, they're too disrespectful or whatever. And, like, what? Purdue fans have more class. And I'm like, all right, we don't want you there, buddy. Like, back off. But It's the only thing that IU has. I mean, sure, we've got Coach Sig now. Coach but like, Sig. It, 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 you know. Coach Sig. Basketball is our big thing, you know. So, like, we're going to get fucking hyped about basketball. Yeah. I saw. I don't I, know about. I don't think we're. We have no class. I would have highly, highly, highly. I saw Purdue's little student section sheet of, like, what they chant. And it was, like, it was something along the lines of, like, we don't swear or whatever. And, like, we're respectful around here. I'm like, what a bunch of nerds. Holy cow. Um, Whereas, like, every single, like. I thought you were going to be like, what a bunch of fucking nerds. (laughs) God. What a bunch of nerds, man. (laughs) Anyway, but, like, every single time there's, like, a slightly bad call, the bullshit, bullshit, but, like, at IU, so. I love that call. Like, I love it because everyone does that, though. I love it when that shan happens, just bullshit. But, like, at Purdue, they're like, no, we don't swear around here. No manure chance. And I'm like, all right. Whatever. Manure chance. That's what people go. I picked up one of the I picked up one of the Michigan sheets after I left. I picked up like five of them. And they were like, it was like Mackenzie Abaco arrested at Taco Bell or whatever. I they heard, had, yeah. They had like a bunch of them. Yeah. But you want to talk about class, that one's a low blow, I feel yeah. like. It's, but like, you know IU fans would like like we chanted DUI at Mason Gillis. Like you you got to, man. All right, let's do we, all right, do we beat Kansas? Are we winning this game? I'm going to say no. I'm, I think it'll I'm be inclined closer, to agree. I think it'll be closer than what people are going to think. If they, like— Just because of the atmosphere yeah. alone, like, people are going to be doing the candy stripe out, you know? Like, it's going to get hyped in there. I don't think we're going to win, but—because I don't see Gabe Cups taking down the Kansas Jayhawks. I'm sorry, <laughs> but— yeah, Dewan Harris got another thing coming for him in Game Cup. <laughs> if we keep this game like within ten the whole game and like it's a hard fought game, like I'll be happy. If we like can go toe to toe with the number two team in the country, like I'll be. I'll I'd be feel happy. better about the state of the team if they can do that. I'll like, feel real. I'll feel confident going into Big Ten play. 
because the Big Ten sucks this year. Yeah, like it's, if we can, yeah, I, I agree. If the Big Ten has not looked very good. I think I agree with you on that. If we can at least keep it relatively close for this game, I'll feel better. Like, even if we're at home, whatever, okay. But if we can keep it relatively close, I think I would feel better about the state of the team. Just because, yeah, in the end, like you said, we're still 7-2. and two. Yeah. Like, you so, want to compete with the best of the best, you got to, like, go toe-to-toe with Kansas. That's... But, like, the only teams of the Big Ten that are really playing well are, like, Northwestern, Illinois, Wisconsin. Wisconsin's been playing. I've I've been impressed with Wisconsin. Northwestern beating Purdue. Northwestern, and then Purdue's playing well. But, like, all these other teams, like Ohio State, Nebraska, Minnesota, Maryland, Penn State, Michigan, Rutgers, Iowa, and now Michigan State with how bad they're playing. Like, I would put IU against, like, any of those teams, home or away, and say we could win that. We already beat Michigan on the road. We already— That was a good game. That was a great game. Yeah. That was probably our best game that we've had this season was the win over Michigan. That was definitely the best win we have. I think the best overall game we played was home against—was the game against Maryland. That's fair. I was at that game. That was a great game. Um, All right. Let's talk about just some games this weekend, and then we can—I'll leave— because th- there are some really good games this weekend. So Saturday, other than IU-Kansas, um, the Indy Classic, before the main event, we got Ball State and Indiana State in Indy. Who we got there? I just I do want to talk about this game because I think it's going to be a good game. Go ahead and give your take first. Uh, Ball State 8-2, and two, Indiana State 9-1. and one. So these are two teams that are playing really, really well. Uh, people have been loving Indiana State this year. They have, like, a really high efficiency rating. They gave up 102 points to Alabama, but, like, they haven't lost since that. They're favored to win this game. Uh, who cares? Chirp, chirp. Go Cards, baby. Chirp, chirp. Go Cards. I got a lot of friends who go to Ball State. So oh, yeah? Go Cards. I feel like I would have to go with the hype. I mean, Indiana State's they're not bad. Yeah, they're not bad this These year. Are, so we we support our smaller the smaller schools in our state. Like I don't care for Purdue or Notre Dame like at all at, at all. But we like Ball State. We like Indiana State. We like yeah, can take or leave Butler. But like we we, we love we love our small Indiana schools. We like our little brothers. Um. Baylor at Michigan State. You want to talk about how much IU needs to beat Kansas? Michigan State really needs this game against Baylor. They really need it. Baylor is 9-0, yet to lose. Michigan State 4-5, and but they do get the game at home. I don't think it's going to make much of a difference. Actually, this game's in Detroit. This game's in Detroit. Give yeah. me Baylor. If it was on, yeah. ca- if it was like, like I if don't it think was it's an on-campus game. If it was an on-campus game, I would debate. But like, since it's in Detroit, nah. Who wants to go to Detroit? Like, oh, give me, uh, give me Baylor. Sorry, I'm playing with this. It's fucking making noise. Uh, Texas A&M at Houston. I think it's gonna be a really good game. A&M seven and three. They were ranked for a while. They're not ranked now. They did just lose to Memphis, but A and M or, or they're still a strong team. Yeah, Houston though, ten and zero at home. It's gonna be really tough. I'm gonna take Houston. They're yeah. they're really good. Yeah. Uh, Clemson and Memphis. Clemson is up to third. I didn't even notice this. Clemson's up to. It's been a while since I've done bracketology. I need to do another one. But. Clemson's up to 13th in the country at 9-0. Not bad at all. Beat TCU, beat Alabama, beat Davidson, beat South Carolina, beat Pitt. But they are at Memphis. ESPN, I mean, the matchup predictor doesn't mean much, but Memphis has, or ESPN has Memphis winning 67%. I agree. I think Memphis is going to win. They're at home. I don't know, man. I think I think Clemson, like, they've been fighting. I think they can take it at I think they can still take it on the road. This will be a big game for them to prove it. CBS Classic, North Carolina, Kentucky. Every year, it's North Carolina, Kentucky. It's North Carolina, Kentucky, UCLA, and Ohio State, I think. So, future Big Ten matchup, UCLA, Ohio State. (laughs) I'm going to – who do I want? 
Uh, it's pretty much a 50-50. I'm going to take North Carolina. I was wrong about them. I was talking about how bad they would be, like, at the start of the year, about how, oh, they haven't changed anything for their team that sucked last year. Um, but you know what? Getting rid of Caleb Love has made their team better. And adding Caleb Love has made Arizona better. And, like, they blew out Arkansas. They blew out Tennessee. They lost to UConn, but, like, everyone's been losing to UConn. Um, other than Kansas. We, we, we got to play Kansas, bro. Number two. Yeah. Number two. God. I'm going to take UNC because, like, Kentucky's good. They lost to UNC Wilmington. Yeah, that's, that's kind of the— I can't seriously the loss to UNC Wilmington. That's that's the that's the, the straw that broke the camel's back, I feel like, for this. That's not the right uh, saying for this, but, you know. I, I'm going to go with North Carolina. Kentucky can beat all the good teams they want, but, like, I'm picking you to get upset in March. Like, you lost to UNC Wilmington. I don't know what else to say about that. Are there any other, like, really notable games down here? Uh, Alabama, Creighton. I'll take Creighton. Yeah. Creighton's been rebounding well since they lost to Colorado State. But the main event at 4.30 p.m. Eastern Time at GameBridge Fieldhouse, the number one Arizona Wildcats take on the number three Purdue Boilermakers. My friend who goes to Ball—so this—so it uh, Ball State versus Indiana State is before this game. So my friend who goes to Ball State is going to go to the Ball State-Indiana State game and then stay for this game. He's also a Purdue fan. Mm-hmm. He, like, roots for Purdue, so. um, Look, Arizona's been good. They've been really good. But, like, okay, they, they won at Duke. Duke ain't that great, as people thought they'd be. Sorry, they're just not. They beat Michigan State. Michigan State is not as good as people thought. They beat Wisconsin by 25. That was a damn good win because Wisconsin has been beating some good teams and, and been playing really well. Purdue, on the other hand, they won the Maui. I don't know. These two teams have, uh, have been playing really well. Bottom line, Umar Ballo versus Zach Eady is going to be crazy. Umar Ballo is Arizona's yeah. big guy. Um. He gave TJD a bunch of well, because he fouled him every possession. But last year, <laughs> last year when IU played Arizona, Omar Ballo would just foul Zach Eady every play. But Purdue is going to have the home court. It's in Indy, but like they're going to have the home court. Let more there's going to be more Purdue fans. Arizona's have played really well. I don't think they win this game. I think Purdue's going to win. I think I agree with you. I, I'm trying to think of an argument where I think, like, Arizona could lose, but, like, literally they're going to the other side of the country for this game. So it's, like, Purdue's right there. They're basically going to have home home court advantage, like you said. I, th- I think Purdue's going to take this one, too. Yeah. Teams, I think teams need to stop playing, like, neutral site away games. Like, why are we playing Auburn in Atlanta? That's basically a road game. Like, why are we playing Arizona and Vegas? That's an away game. Like, either play an away game or play at home. Like, I don't like it. Um, but, yeah, I think I would have to pick Purdue. Yeah. I don't know. The Purdue's formula is just, oh, you're going to leave Zach Eady one-on-one? We're going to give it to him. Oh, you're going to double-team Zach Eady? Well, we're going to kick it to one of the four shooters we put him with. So that's just what they do. But if they have an off-shooting night, they're cooked. They're cooked, and that happens in the tournament every time, and it will happen this year because they always get upset. Sorry, Purdue, um, but I don't. I don't. I don't like Arizona. I don't like either one of these teams. I, I, I've I've started to take a disliking towards Arizona. I don't know why. All right, we're gonna end this stream. I'm going to go home, and then come back for the game, and then go home. So that's the plan. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed this. Uh, season of Bloomington Buddies. Uh, season three is uh, now in the books. We are going to be gone for three weeks, four weeks? Uh, probably at least three weeks um, just for break and everything. Uh, I'm trying to work out the schedule for next semester with all my other shows, so it maybe might be four weeks, but let's let's play it safe and say at least three weeks for right now. Um, well, really, we should play it safe and say four. So it's going to be a little bit Next month, we're going to be off, basically. Long story short. But, but yeah, we'll be back the next semester. I'll try to get some videos out, maybe. Maybe I'll have... I don't know. 
I want to do a live stream for Michigan, Alabama. That's going to be a really good game. Yeah. I'm so excited for that game. I hate both those teams, but, like, it'll be such a fun game to watch. It's going to be, like, I'm so excited for this playoff. Like, I'm so incredibly excited for this playoff. Do you got any fun plans for the game? For the games themselves, no. Like, in terms of, like, where we're going or anything, like, no. We don't really have any plans right now. I mean, we always just kind of get together, and then we'll, like, order out food and all that, and then we'll just kind of throw, like, a day-long tailgate for the game, you know? So... Hopefully by the time that we get back, uh, next time that we record, Michigan will be a national championship. <laughs> Michigan against everybody, man. This guy. I remember my mom let 14-year-old me have like 10 friends over for the Bears-Eagles playoff game. Oh, yeah? And then the, the double doink happened. Yeah. There's... Yeah. Ah. Not good. All Not right. good. You guys have a have a, have a safe break and... Uh, happy and thanks out. for the win. Happy... Fuck you. (laughs) Happy holidays from everyone at Bloomington Buddies. Take care, guys.